Welcome to the Let's Take a Journey podcast, where life is an endless expedition and happiness is a journey. I'm Kaz, and on this podcast, we'll be talking about life and embracing the detours. Don't forget to follow our Facebook page at Smith HQ. Now, let's take a journey. Yo, okay, I know y'all are used to hearing me and my wife, but this is a different segment, and this is a different type of podcast. This is the broadcast. And today with me, to start off this very special episode and very first episode of broadcast, my best friend, Shane, yo. What's up? Yo, now we talked uh-huh. about Shane before. You already know he's one of my best friends. My best as a friend, my You've been hip. Best friends like what, ten years now? Almost a good decade guy. Jeez. Thinking about like going back to the very beginning, how much different we were to not even thinking that, yo, would we actually become best as a friends? Like you live your life, I live mine. I'm just a dancing little nigglet right. going around school like <laughs> right. just doing this thing. It's like, okay, here come Kyle with his dancing right. and shit. It was funny because he was known as his fucking uh, robot. You know, this oh boy just God. moved like a robot every 10 seconds. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> just now, do the my, thing. My culture ass, I didn't even know who the hell he was as his old damn robot. I would just like walk into the cafeteria and I just see him. I'm like, oh, what's up, Kyle? He said, hey, what's up? <laughs> so I had no idea he danced until one day this motherfucker he came into Miss Cannon's class. You remember Miss Cannon? Yo, mama's baby. Yes, sir. Yo, mama's baby. He would come into the class. <laughs> he's like, all right, so today I'm going to dance. I'm like, Dance. He's like, yeah, I'm a dance. This motherfucker drops a goddamn uh, 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 a beat where it's like straight up Optimus Prime. And he just starts fucking dancing. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, this nigga could dance. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to make some curry chicken and bring it to school. And that year, too, I went to the home ec class and made some curry chicken, which is how he found out I was Jamaican. And he likes curry menu food. So oh, yeah. that's how I that got like, started. <laughs> curry chicks? Say less. It's wild because thinking about the different memories that we had in high school and like how we were, and especially going to Miss Cannon class, like, yo, every single day it felt like we had a class just to do nothing, bro, but was doing everything at the exact same time. That shit was a sitcom. Bro, like she literally, we just be gossiping in class, like, yo, what's the drama going around school? Yo, I heard this student be in the bathroom. So yeah, we, yeah. there's a reason why we think he gay. Yeah. Yo, I know who you're talking about. She'd be like, mm. and then that one person in the classroom say something it's like, I think I heard about that. Nobody's talking to your mama's baby on the, cer- <laughs> the third column, yo three rows back. Miss <laughs> Cannon, that was her favorite thing. Your mama's baby. Miss Cannon, can I go to the bathroom? Well, your mama's baby need to get him to go to the bathroom. If your mom baby me? need to get, go to the bathroom, your mom baby need to take your butt to the bathroom. Okay, damn. Not gonna lie though, Miss Cannon definitely left an impact because of all the all of my teachers. I remember her, and yeah, just her. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember nobody. Else. I mean, I think everybody from high school has that one teacher that they remember. Like generally, that one teacher, and it's never the teacher that's like anything but a huge impact on their lives. Like a teacher that literally sat down and was like, "Yo, you're spiraling. Sit down." She was down to life with you, but see, the thing about Miss Cannon is like Miss Cannon actually had cancer during the time frame. Yeah, and she actually brought that to frame because like. When you came to class, Miss Miss Cannon, she was like legit, like she didn't really want to do all the extra. Like, don't get me wrong, she did her job. She mm-hmm. made sure you knew what the hell was going on. But for the most talk, if anything in terms of life is concerned, she was a person to actually teach you about life. Because mm-hmm. okay, here comes this woman who actually has cancer and you could tell that she cares about her job, you know, and it it just it was a very inviting situation to be in. On top of the fact that, you know, during the time frame we had the like just became friends we were going through two different things kyle was just now going to the navy during the same time frame yeah. so we're talking 2013 
eighteen or something like that. Yeah. Twenty twelve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dang. Yeah. It's 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 been a it's yeah, that was the start of everything. Yo, it's about to be twenty twenty three. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Damn, bro. So our memories of that class go <laughs> back yeah. a decade. Yeah. Should go back like full flags on the Cadillac, huh? Damn. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie because honestly speaking, how much stuff happened in that class the class, I can't talk. How much stuff <laughs> happened in that class, it kind of brought us to where we are present day. Like speed forward, like I'm not gonna lie, I'm in the Navy. I joined the Navy after the fact. How I went to the Navy, he he did everything he was supposed to do. He legit served as my inspiration for so many different things. This man also had cancer in the same time. Now here I am to tell the story after the fact, but it's like <sighs> 10 years fucking later. And it's like, you never think that 10 years, <laughs> like in 10 years will pass that fast. And so much will happen in 10 years. Like, like it just one moment you're graduating thinking that you have the whole life ahead of you. And next, you know, 10 years later, yo, what the hell just happened? Like, hello? In life in front of me? That's, that's just... What? <laughs> so, where we at in life? Because, I, I mean, I'm brand, I'm brand new to the Navy. There's a reason you guys have not really heard me before this. The past year has been nothing but training. I'm home on fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> they about to send me right back to the gulag, yo. I'm not, I'm not about he, to be He not going to be able to get respawned back, you know? <laughs> right? So, for the little bit of time we hear, it's just like, all right, so back. It was like, we really just wanted to sit down and just like have a bro talk to see like the kind of things like we talk about on a daily basis. So, it was like, all right. As far as Navy is concerned, it's like, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> yo, dead ass. Work, work smarter, not harder. Truly, there's a term boots. But not the boots. Explain a boot, friend. What's not, a boot? Not a boot. What's a boot, friend? So if you're for people that's not familiar with the term boot and you're a gamer for my gamer following a boot is a noob, a bot, a person that literally is so new to the game that he he just does not understand what what is left, what is right, what is up, what is down. A boot is a person that will give you a headache. A boot is a person that will make your spleen hurt because the idiotic thing a boot will say and or do oh my god uh, so best way, <laughs> the best way to kind of put it like okay so we just explained we've been friends for like 10 years we're both like 27 at this point. imagine being almost 30 having your life somewhat established every everything going to where it's supposed to be and then joining an organization for the most part it's like 19 20 year olds thinking they were on the damn show i really did think i i i was doing some shit when i was 17 and shit and, and it's like you can't tell them shit because they're like super arrogant so it's like okay <laughs> like how how like okay so how, how can you like bro you need help I'm doing the job that you're literally signing up to do, to go to school for. You need help. This is what you do. I'm not going to listen to you. You don't know what you're talking about. At I that am point, literally it, doing the job that you're... All right. It, it, at that point, it just all becomes right. so much easier to just keep living your life. Do what you got to do step by step. Because at this point, 10 years into the future, it's like you got to have to ground yourself, get to the point where you kind of see things for what they are. You know, so like... Kyle, 10 years after all of that, everything he's been through, he's here now, established. This man got a podcast. Now, I've never been on a podcast, much less recording my voice on anything. So I'm sitting here like, this is new. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's experiences, you know? It's like you got to just live your life and just keep on going with the step by step because now, now there's a whole... A whole baby over there that when I left, he fit in my hands. Now he just look at me talking about some dog. I'm like, what the fuck you mean, dog? Like, <laughs> like what, the, what happened, bro? I just blinked. <laughs> you blinked and now, and now you just, you walking. You went from not walking 
barely crawl into now you're just gone just can't can't stop him he's just a force of nature help <laughs> help i've been meaning to ask so now that you got to this point in the navy and to set a career path for yourself where do you see yourself heading in the next five years now that's a good good question that's a million dollar question all right so as you as i venture into the military i find myself meeting a whole bunch of different people i find people who are unsure of the pathway they want to take in terms of what they want to do with their life. I meet people like I met a CMC, a command master chief, a mm-hmm. command master chief. That's like E9, like aside from the master chief of Navy or something like that, McPawn Smith, this person is pretty much an officer without being an officer. They hold a lot of merit. Mm-hmm. And that person is like, okay, I'm a lifer. Lifer means this person is going to go with a full 20 and then some. And you meet people who go to school out of it. You meet people who only do the five, maybe people who do 10, maybe people who do whatever, right? So for me, I joined because for the most part, my life was not together. You know, despite my age being where I'm at, I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mishaps, a lot of things that put me in situations that is like, I feel like I could have done a lot of things differently. Joining the military was like a reset button on my life because now it's giving me the opportunity to, one, find direction because I was very lost. You know, I was a person, I was very prone to spiraling. Like, I would get into a situation and it doesn't work out. And I fucking spiral. <laughs> it's like a fucking car crash waiting to happen. Which, speaking of, guess what happened? Yeah, that was my back. And I was in a car wreck. It, it, shit just went left. It left me in a situation <laughs> where I wasn't really able to work for a couple months, you know. So during the time frame when I wasn't able to work, like, although, yeah, I was working on myself, I was building things. It left me in a situation where I can't pay my bills, leaving me homeless. I got nowhere to lay my head. I got no money in the bank. What the fuck I'm supposed to do? <laughs> like, And it just put me in situation after situation until one day I had to stop and realize to myself, it's like, why am I in so much chaos? Why am I in so much mayhem? What can I do to get to a point where my life could be better? And then I had to think back to a better point in my life, some point where I was happy. And wouldn't you know it? I thought back to Miss Cannon's class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought back to them days where it's like I could go to school and just have fun. I was in ROTC during that time frame. But whichever reason I didn't join the military back then, you take take your guess. I don't know. But I was happy. I would go to school. I would do what I had to do. I had direction. I had goals. I had dreams. So I thought back to that. And I joined. Now I'm sitting here dealing with all these boot-ass fucking people. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot sit here and tell you that I would want to be in the military for 10 years, 20 years. Fuck that. I'm going to do five, but I am a hospital corpsman in the Navy. I just completed FMTBE. And for those of you who are aware, that's greenside corpsman. So as a greenside corpsman, it means I'm getting a lot of hands-on medical work. My family's always been medical. I've always had an interest in medicine, but being in the situations I was in, I was never able to really do it. So what I want to do is get hands-on on as much things as possible, go back grab my degree, and then retire out of the military with all the benefits, all the experience, and everything that kind of brought me to the point where I have direction. I now have control of my life. I've rebuilt my credit. I could buy a car. I could buy a house. I could do all the things that I've always wanted to do and go have a job and do something that's fulfilling, something that I want for me, and come home, relax. If I want to play the game, I'll play the game. If I want to sit here and stream, I'll stream. If I want to sit here and do a podcast, because the whole idea of what's going on right here is really fucking cool. And yeah, so I'm sorry. I haven't been able to watch the 
videos. They've been holding me hostage. I'm sorry. But at the same time, <laughs> it's really amazing to be sitting here having a moment like this because I'm about to go back to work. I'm oh, about yeah. to go to West Coast and be in bumblefuck America, not going, not knowing what the hell going on. Talking about I'm in a hole somewhere with some goddamn Marines talking about something. Hey, Doc, fix my toe. Change your socks, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> what you want me to do? You know? But hey, Doc, it hurts when I do this. To stop doing that. <laughs> yo, that ass, like, my, yo. <laughs> you what the, the hell? fuck you want? Yo, here's some Motrin, my boy. Get away from me. Like, Somebody get the Robitussin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Robitussin fix everything. Doc, my leg. Robitussin. <laughs> and also, for me, it's just, I want that peace of mind. I want that clarity. I want the, I'm doing this. In order to get someplace I've never been, in order to get someplace I've never been, I gotta be willing to do some shit I've never done before. You gotta, you gotta take that risk, right? And you are literally my role model. Oh, Beat God. cancer, served in the Navy, fuck, died, came back multiple times. Damn, and you're still fucking kicking. I'm a fucking cat. <laughs> Yo, you got like three lives left, bro. Stop playing. Damn. <laughs> but no, like literally watching everything you've done is like I kind of understand like. The mindset that we have as individuals, the mindset that we have here as brothers is a very unique mindset. Most people won't really understand what it is we're talking about. But at the end of the day, it's not to boast. It's not to brag. It's not to make ourselves look cool. It's not to be smart or none of that. It's because we've been through certain things and we understand things in a unique kind of way because of the experiences that we've had. You know, so when we try to talk to the younger generation, when we try to talk to the fucking boots, they're not really listening to us, but that's where it's coming from because I'm like, yo, listen, I've been where you were at. I've been in these situations of what you're dealing with. And I'm trying to tell you, these are the things that may happen. These are the things that may occur. These are the things you may feel. It's up to you whether or not you listen, but I'm telling you from my own experience, this is what happened, you know? So for me, I just want to be happy. That's five years <laughs> of my life. Serve my country. Do what I got to do. I'm happy. I'm going home. Fuck out of here, yo. I'm good. Chilling. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Personally, that's 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 all. I just want to live happy, live stable. Right? And stop having to worry about if, ands, and or buts about what you're doing, how you're doing it, how you're living, what you're driving, where you're sleeping. All those things that make you comfortable just to live is the last thing that should be on your mind and it's a it's a thing that it's hard to get away from no matter what like you always gonna be focused on your bills you always gonna be focused on your living you're always gonna be focused on what you're eating how you're sleeping in the exact same order but at the end of the day it's best for everyone to put that in the back of your mind shit will be taken care of if you take care of your shit if you're going to work you know what you're working for you know what you're paying for exactly. stay on your shit you can actually get a lot of shit done and then and for people that want to like are in a situation where, OK, I'm in a law situation, as Shane just explained of everything he'd been through, like you need to sit down for yourself and understand what are you trying to get to? What do you want? Where are you trying to go? You can gain as much money as possible. If you win the lottery right now, win a million dollars, what are you going to do with it? You're going to be like, okay, I'm going I'm to give me this food to eat. I'm going to get a hotel here or Airbnb. Or I'm going to give me a house. It's the exact same things that told you should be the last thing on your mind to be worrying about. You didn't say anything about investing, how you're going to take care of your credit so you can be able to afford more, be able to do more and be able to move into a better area. Like stuff that's actually a higher quality of a life to actually have a more stable and comfortable life for yourself. You don't think about it. You think about everything else around the sun because you never set up a plan 
for yourself. You fell, everybody falls into a predicament for a reason. God puts you in every single predicament for every single reason. If you fall in a homeless position, sit there and reevaluate. Why'd you go homeless? I was living with this person and me and him got into her. Me and her got into it constantly and they put me out. Okay. So what does that Why mean? Why were that, you living with someone at the end of the day? I wasn't able to afford it. Well, there you fucking go. Exactly. Do something you, so you're able to afford it by yourself. Be able to afford more. Get a job that's like try to get a better paying job to balance your finances because the exact same hand. If you're able to take care of your credit, you you can be able to take care of a lot of different things because truly they do not teach you how serious your credit is and how to take care of it. And that is a serious know how everybody should learn how to do that. And I think that they should definitely include that in everyday curriculum for starting in middle school, to be honest. Yeah, right. Because it's kind of that the only reason we kind of got that experience from Miss Cannon was because she was going through so much. And honestly speaking is like, I'm empathic. So I could sense things that most people either don't really pay attention to or don't really care to, you know, mm -hmm. but with certain people, they stay in my mind. I have a limited memory. So I only really focus on a certain amount of different things. I still remember Miss Cannon. I remember going to Johnson Park and seeing her walk around talking about something. How's your mama's baby doing? I said, God damn, well, we're not in school no more. How you doing, Miss Cannon? <laughs> you know, like, I still remember her to this day, but the things that she was talking about was like real life stuff. Like, most people would sit here and like, oh, well, she just did it. That's real life stuff. Right. You know? To be a teacher to have cancer and then still come to school to teach high school students to let alone like even if you're not able to fully get into being a teacher as you were and stuff like so many days of her just sitting there on her desk completely understandable you know and her predictors actually going through chemo but then to leave an impact to give us life lessons to like yo I understand you like doing the, this I know your, your mama's baby like doing that but at the exact same time you got to focus on you. You got to take care of you. Your mama's baby is going to continue to be in loss in whatever row and column that's in the back. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, Miss Cannon. All right. All right. <laughs> that one, that one Preach. Was, that, that one was spitting facts, man. Good. Spitting, spitting facts. <laughs> and meanwhile, we just, me and Shane's just, just like, yo, all right. Okay. Yo, what time you get on DC Universe later, yo? Yo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, to this day, we still playing the game. Like, we might not play DC Universe as much, but we nah. still play Destiny. Like, yo, we still so play the game games. through all of the mishap, through all of the bullshit, through literally everything that happened. I realized for myself, one of the best safe havens for me is when I'm comfortable in my place of residence, wherever the hell it may be. And I'm playing the game. Yep. I'm relaxing. I'm chilling. You can't say anything to me. So you remember how earlier I said I had to think back to a point where I was happy and I chose the military. Okay, cool. I got to the military. <laughs> and for the past fucking year, I've been stuck with these damn boots. People, 1920, whatever the fucking case may be. And it's complete kids, anarchy. Man. It's chaos. I'm sitting here like, what the fuck, yo? This is nothing like I would expected it to be. But then I have to think back to myself. When was there a time in my adult life where I was completely calm, comfortable, and happy? Now, to the people who are 20 to 25, I'm going to tell you some real life stories right here. If you think the answer to the problem is a relationship, female, 
mill, etc. No, it's not, bro. It's not. <laughs> it's not because it is not. If you're one of those lucky people who find whoever, then cool. I'm not shaming you. Do you have that? Embrace that. Can do that because not everyone can actually maintain and have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. From what I've experienced, most people, especially in this generation, don't know how to be in a relationship in the first damn place. You know, if you spend all your time looking for something to fill a void, so to speak. You're going to miss everything that comes along with being in your 20s. I'm damn near 27. Well, I am 27. I'm, damn, I'm damn near 27. Wait, I am He's damn near 27. I, I'm almost 30, but I'm 27. And the things that I've learned throughout this last year, being in the military with all these people, has made me really evaluate some things. So it was like, I would always make all these plans, all of these different goals, all these milestones that I'm supposed to hit. I originally didn't want to buy a house unless I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I went to the military after years of not being in a relationship, got into a relationship with someone just to have them do some off-the-wall things, which I'm not even going to mention because it's not worth my time. Boy, boy, boy. <coughs> Fish. <coughs> <laughs> anyways fish <laughs> anyways anyways shrimp tail <laughs> whatever you, foots. whatever you say Monterey <laughs> <laughs> but no for real it's like I don't realize not mind. <laughs> <laughs> puff a fish puff a fish for true yo, yo shout out to them boys cause that, that shit was fire but, yeah. <laughs> but nah like it taught me that I can't make all these goals and all these aspirations with people who don't know if they're coming or staying. I can't literally build house around a shaky ass foundation. I find it's much better to live the life that I need to live for me by my fucking self. You know, if someone comes along later and be a part of the addition, then that's completely fine. That's cool. But right now, my goals are very simple. I literally stated them earlier. I just want to be happy. I want to be stable. I would like to build my credit. I don't need to worry about all these different things because part of the training that you do at FNTB, you literally go out into the fucking woods with a shovel mm-hmm. and you dig a goddamn hole <laughs> and you sleep in it. They said, dig a bitch and sleep. And I'm sitting in this fucking hole. I'm like, I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time as I'm sitting there in the hole, I was like, I really wasted a lot of time on a whole bunch of other people in situations and things that didn't require my energy. Well, don't get me wrong, by my experiences make me me, but I didn't need to do as much things as I did if I had simply had more faith and trust in myself to do what I have to do. And now sitting here triumphant after everything I just accomplished, I was like, there's no fucking place in this world that you could get me to do the shit I was doing beforehand because now I would much rather continue to build upon my own dreams to get to where I'm trying to go right now, even if it means I'm going to do it single. I'd much rather be single, you know, just to get to where I'm going. So that's what I'm going to do. True. You know, so that's just how I take it because <laughs> you, you, you truly can't sit there and wait for a relationship or a partnership with someone just to progress in your life like the true like one main thing for people that are constantly finding themselves in situationships constantly like back and forth like okay are we aren't we type thing like yo what are you doing for yourself how are you like are you taking care of like regardless of what goes down and who's around you are you guaranteed to provide for you where you sleep what you eat and what you do are are you happy are you healthy do you go to the gym like are you setting yourself up like are you stable within yourself to be sitting there trying to take you unstable and try to become stable in a relationship an unstable person with a confused person about your instability is just mishap stop trying to balance out your unstableness 
with the relationship. It's not going to make you stable. Seriously. Take that. Heed that. Men, women, both sides. Does not matter who. At the end of the day, focus on your finances. Make sure your credit is A1. Make sure you are balanced what you like and what you love to the point where when that addition comes into your life, it is an addition. Y'all become partners. Y'all become equals. Y'all grow together. It isn't, well, she needs my help. He needs my help. I need oh, to bring them in. <laughs> Trust me. It never works out. Some, if you're like, um, imagine yourself as a single person, you actually have yourself together. Now you find somebody that happens to be somebody you're like, okay, I really like this person. Well, they're homeless, but I got me a whole, a, a whole apartment town home to myself. Okay. Well, I'll let them move in with me. All right. What's your finances like? Man, I don't even know. Huh? End of the day messages. Take care of you. Take care of you seriously. Cause like, say if you in the, in a situation where you do get married, you do have kids and then you be like, all right, what do I like to do? I don't know. Cause you base your whole life off of a relationship. And it's funny because my parents, <clears throat> they asked me the other day if I wanted kids. I'm like, you gonna get you a grand dog or grand cat, some shit like grand dog <laughs> or grand cat, <laughs> like, not like, the grand cat. Yeah. It's going to be a grand meow. Fuck you mean? Most people are like, I don't like cats. Well, that's good to cat for me, nigga. Now you I'm telling you, he, <laughs> he, he going he gonna to get this cat. He going to name it George. And just so you can constantly argue, you going to go over there and be like, Shane, what you doing? Man, just chilling. And this goddamn cat. Fuck you, George. <laughs> Sitting on a goddamn couch, fucking monkey George. Bro. Goddamn, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Meanwhile, you, the neighbors just calling the police. Like, I think somebody's getting hurt over there. The man lives by himself. It's just a cat, bro. It's like, like he be really? arguing with his cat. Our cat be arguing back. You just see the cat in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, 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 walking see, see. Like, that's, that, that's the shit, like, nigga. You ain't eating shit for the next day. <laughs> like, damn, bro, you living like bro, I'm, I'm, I'm living. But hey, I don't know how many people of y'all just laugh. Like, oh, he gonna live with the cat. I'm living in my house though. That shit crazy, ain't it? Where you live? Ah, it's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, the point I'm trying to say: do what makes you happy. Live the life that you want to live. Because at the end of the day, like when you're doing the things you want to do, and it's just this recording right now. In a normal sense, for someone who's never recorded right now, they would actually be a lot more anxious than I am right now. I'm not anxious. I'm legitimately just talking, like as if I was on the phone call with my bro, which is why we decided to name it Bro Talk. At the end of the day, I'm having fun. I'm living my life. I'm telling my truth, how I see things, my own I mean, point of view, and how things are. And no one can tell me I'm wrong from my own point of view. So guess what? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm just saying. He said, hey, I'm just saying. You know, literally, we we have so, so many things that we can legit talk about and share with you. Like, truly, at the end of the day, one thing we preach to each other as well as try to preach to other men and or young men into women to no nobody's excluded from this information yo focus on you be happy be positive focus and everything will fall in line i guarantee it don't lose track of yourself trying to be who you're not everybody has what they like everybody knows what they like you can't settle for anything less because if you settle for less you're just saying that you're not worth any bit of that time that you're settling for so that's that so-called person like for ladies that'd be like i keep on dealing with these fuck niggas okay where'd you find that fuck nigga at the club oh you want you want to tell you what the, the guys that aren't literally like it's okay to have your time and do your own thing but then you got to understand what you're getting into when you are living that so-called like i can't even say nightlife it gets day life too but if you're that person that lives that life that one lives single that wanted to be around do do what you do that's fine understand what you're getting into but if you are a person that's in that life and you want stability and this is not the life for you that might not be the 
best place to work. You should you should it's definitely turn around and, and, and look in the in the form of take your ass to work, work your career, go to school. Cause I guarantee you, working a job to a career, going to college, living in the dorms, exploring, as in trying to take care of your future, you're going to run into the right people because the positive things that you're doing for your life, the healthy things that you're doing for your life and take care of yourself, you're bound to run into the exact same people doing the exact same things. How can you find something wrong? Because in the exact same way, if you're living a life of constantly going to the club, you're going to find club people. You're going to find party people. You're going to find, you, a.k.a. fuck niggas. You got to expect the party life. It's plain and simple. But when you live in it, living a life of stability of trying to further your goals, yo, we're, we're doing the exact same thing. Okay, I, I've been seeing you at the office. Janice, I sent you an email. <laughs> <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Walk casually. Like, it, it's, it's corny, but at the exact same time, you never know. Because in the exact same hand, just like me and Nay, our very first encounter of us hanging out together was talking about social media talking about content creation it wasn't about how much sex you got how much money you got where you go where are you worth what are you doing like nah we, we talking about things that genuinely make us happy things that we genuinely like that we care about hey I, we put on <laughs> a lot of young people yo i hate us for this but hey you need to hear I'm it telling you if you don't want to hear it turn it off but hey. and a serious <laughs> and a very very serious question seriously people children it's a very serious question always ask you never know the other person is very into it or very much not that's a conversation y'all really need to have because there's a lot of people out here doing some things and ladies to my knowledge somebody correct me if i'm wrong i don't think this legal so stop trying to trap people it's not okay and men if you're doing to trap somebody you you obviously a weirdo like who does that now it's crazy no when it comes to the topic of children i remember back in the day Yo, I was I swore against it. Yo, he swore so I swore hard, against it. Up and down, left, right. He's like, I don't want no kids. Bro, because no of kids, that shadow, yo. A little that little black fucking shadow, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you. Like, bro, I was uh, bro, let me tell you, like back in the day when I was in high school, I was like Prince Charming. I was that motherfucker that was so nice. Like I was like down to earth, like yo, borderline, yo, I'm a I could say I'm part feminist like you know I, I believe in the cause you know shit like that you know what i'm saying to be in this relationship with this fucking black little shit like yo let me tell you all the things that she did and me having the eyes and fucking brain of sunshine and rainbows to a relationship to realize that it was nowhere near like that in actual reality and to be disrespected in so many different ways like yo nah there's females like you that exist yeah Fuck no. Emails like that. Hell no. Hell no. Bro, I said, nah. We just going to nickname. I ain't never having kids. Mega fish. I said, bro, I I swore. Literally, and I still remember that day, me and they talked about it. She was like, so you you sure no kids? Yeah. And every time I would have this cut, no kids. He's like, no, no, I would no. So you see that big ass baby in that room over there? I got me a little, yeah. I got me a little, little baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, great. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it anymore because it's just the like somebody came along and changed my mind and not forceful, not exactly. literally to the point. It's just like, nah, you're gonna do it. Like if you want to be happy, you want to be stable, you got to do this. Like it was more so. Listen, I'm gonna sit here and talk to you because I remember. I think this was one of the most inspirational things that you've ever told me. Like when he was dealing with cancer, you know, I was sitting there throwing up fucking hair falling out. And you literally went to 
fucking shower on top. Like, I believe it was like Jens had chemo or some shit like that. And he went the fucking door. Nigga took a shower. This motherfucker sat in the shower. His wife, well, at the time, his wife to be, whatever the case, you know, she was sitting there, you know, outside the room. And it wasn't even a force. So it was a, hey, you okay? He's like, I'm okay. Send him back from just chill. It wasn't a, I have to force this sort of situation. It was like, legit, I felt comfortable. So it allowed me to allow somebody else in. It wasn't the, I have to do this in order to get that. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I feel like a lot of people in this generation feel like they have to do this, that, and other. But basically, she was such a big comfort that it allowed him to continue to live. Because I remember during the time point, you didn't want to live anymore. And uh, I, I was legit tapped out, like. I did everything I could at that point, but I was like, there's nothing else I could do. So I was sitting here with him just waiting for death because I was like, I can't do anything else. That was a dark time. I did everything I could and I just, I just stayed by his side, but it was a, hey, listen, are you okay? Can we talk to you? You okay? You, Hi. You, did you die? Don't, don't die on me. It was the simplest <laughs> shit that people don't understand. You don't have to be all of these weird, enamorous stuff. Stupid, superficial things. Just be you. Be Truly be you. That's it. Because as I'm sitting here explaining what I'm explaining, even more so with everything that I've been through, I don't want to keep on harping about what I've been through because I've been through enough to say, okay, I could close this chapter of the book because I feel like after reading this particular book for such a long fucking time, chapter on chapter, volume on fucking volume, I'm finally at the end where it's like, okay, cool. I can consider this Couldn't book be closed. <laughs> You use a bitch. Use <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> I feel like I have a new lease on life. So now it's like I feel like I can move forward because I'm literally about to go into uncharted territory completely. I'm about to be on the other side of the fucking world. I have the knowledge I have now, which is funny because I feel like we flip flop because now I'm also against having children because of what I've already spoke about. But now it's like I just want to live my life and see what happens. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to go with. And literally, as I leave here, because I leave on Wednesday, I have all my friends, my family, the people I actually drove out to see, the people who I came back to see, the people who were willing to allow me into their home, into their airspaces, the time to come and pick me up from the airport, the time to say, okay, you can sleep on my house, so you can do this, here's my car, here's this, here's that. People who actually care about me shows me there's people in this world worth living for, people who have your back, you know, and it makes me just say, yeah, bet, let's go. I'm ready for this. Let's get it. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's get it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, truly, this is literally legit how our conversations are naturally. Like, it's best to just be able to talk. There's not wrong with having that bro to talk to. And, yo, if you want them niggas that literally be like, oh, no, this my my homie. You ain't got no best friend? Nah. Dang. Why not? That's crazy. That's gay. How? And if your person that thinks that, that's that's fucked up. Disrespectful. Very. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with having a best friend. There's nothing wrong with literally having a, a guy talk. And then at this point, if you're somebody who's not comfortable talking to anyone, shoot the shit. If you know, you know. All men knows what shooting the shit is. I'm not even going to explain. Shoot the shit. Just shoot the shit. Shit. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to Let's Take a Journey Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. See you next Saturday. Peace out.